Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Uh, welcome in, everyone, to episode number 33 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. How is everyone doing out there? Are you having a good week? Everyone staying safe and getting settled into January and 2021. Hope everyone's doing well. I want to start out this week by giving a shout out and a, and a thank you to uh, a ratings and review that we got from Capjob, C-A-P-O-G, really appreciate that. Not sure who that is, but appreciate it. It says, uh, great insight. Dr. Darren takes deep dives and gives great background into so many different topics that we deal with on a daily basis. The insight and perspectives offered up become tools that can be used on a daily basis to grow and become better each day. Well, Capodge, I really appreciate that. And uh, that's exactly what we're trying to do is to give, uh, to give you tools uh, that you're able to use uh, to become the person you want to be to up-level uh, each and every day and uh, really to just become the best version of yourself and the version that you've always wanted to be. And so I uh, really appreciate that review. I uh, would continue to encourage uh, you all to, to continue to like and, and review the podcast if you so desire. It certainly um, helps, especially on iTunes. Uh, gets that search engine to, uh, to have the podcast come up more and more often and searches the more that uh, you go in and you, you take some time to review it. So I certainly appreciate it. And uh, again, thanks to uh, thanks to all the listeners out there. Uh, this week, I just wanted to dive in a little bit on perfectionism. And perfectionism is one of those things that touches us all in some way. For some people, uh, depending on the area of your life, you are extremely... Um, tilted in a perfectionist way. You may be uh, certainly, it may show up at work. It may show up more at home. It may show up more when you're dealing with your friends or you're dealing with certain subjects. Uh, maybe it shows up um, in, a, in a craft that you like to do. Um, but for, for all of us, perfectionism always seems to be at least around the edges. Now, I want you to think this week about a concept of a perfectionism scale, okay? So you can actually take some time and write down areas of your life that you feel like perfectionism kind of ramps up in. And when you do that, whether you look at, you know, again, whether you look at job, you look at spouse, you look at, you know, your home life, you look at your kids, you look at any, anything where, where it can come up for you, and you, you just kind of take a scale and you say, okay, 1 to 10, where am I on this 
perfectionist scale. In other words, where does perfectionism reign higher for me in these categories? So if you feel like you're a, an extreme perfectionist um, at work, then that would be a 9 or a 10 maybe. If you don't really, you know, maybe you're an artist or maybe it's something that, you know, you're a little more creative and you're like, you, you know that, um, you know, whatever whatever your job is that you're not supposed to be perfect. So maybe it's, you know, maybe work is, is not your thing. Maybe from, from a perfectionist standpoint, maybe you're only a, a two or three on there. But then maybe when you, you know, when you get home and you're around the house or, you know, you're talking about your appearance or, you know, maybe it's a, it's a weight issue or maybe it's just an overall look issue when you go out of the house, whatever that is, uh, when you're home, maybe, maybe that scale rises up and you're, you know, you're a seven or eight. So, so the, the perfectionism uh, piece for us is not always the same uh, in all areas of our lives. Now, you, again, you'll, you'll see it show up and you'll see it rear its head in, in different areas. And what's so interesting about perfectionism, too, is that on the surface, you know, it sounds like it's a good thing, right? It sounds like to be perfect or to strive to be perfect um, would, be, would be good. But really, perfectionism is not the same as striving to be your best, right? When you strive to be your best then you understand that there are steps along the way and there are obstacles that you're going to have to face in order to become your best or the best that you can be. But perfectionism, right, it's not about achieving healthy growth. Perfectionism is a belief that we, we need to live, look, and act perfect Right? So we can avoid the pain of blame or judgment or shame. We think if we live, act perfectly, then we can avoid those areas of blame, judgment, and shame. Right? It's more like a shield for us. We think that if we can put on this facade, right, and make sure that everyone out there thinks we're perfect, that life will be better, life will be okay, when in fact it's just the opposite of that. Here's what's really interesting, and here's what I want some of you to take away from this today if you don't get anything else from the podcast. Perfectionism is really not about you being perfect for you. Perfectionism is about you being perfect for someone else. Think about that. When you're striving to be perfect, you're not striving to be perfect for you. How many times do you do something or set out to do something uh, perfectly just, just for you? You're the only one that will know. Very, very rarely, if at all, right? You're striving to be perfect because you're trying to impress someone else or you're trying to deflect the judgment of someone else or you're trying to let someone else know, hey, I am good enough. But the fact of the matter is, really, perfectionism as, at its core is just people-pleasing. It's people-pleasing. Now, why is that? Well, for so many of you out there, it's because of how you were raised. You know, you were raised either with parents who had these high expectations where you weren't allowed to fail at anything. You had to get great grades, and you had to be, you know, the perfect star, and you had to be the perfect 
uh, son or daughter, and you had all of these things. And so year after year after year, instead of learning how to fail and fail forward and fail appropriately, you learned to mask it. You learned not to fail. You learned if you did fail that, hey, it really wasn't a failure. You came up with an excuse, and then you put on this facade about how you could be perfect. And what happens is how many of you out there have been afraid to try something new or were afraid to try something new growing up, and now you're afraid to try something new because you're afraid to fail, because you're afraid of what someone else will say, because you're afraid of what social media will say, because you're afraid of what your parents will say, because you're afraid of what your spouse will say. See, it's not about you trying to please you. It's about you trying to please others. Perfectionism says, and I love how Brene Brown says it, perfectionism says, please perform perfectly. Please please perform perfectly. And perfectionism, again, is other people focused. What will they think? What will they say? Whereas, right, healthy striving, or if you're, if you're striving to do your best, then you understand that you are going to make mistakes along the way. You're going to try, and then you're going to fail. You're going to try, and you're going to fail. And you don't hold that against yourself. You don't judge yourself because you know that the goal is to improve, right? The goal is not to get the project exactly right. The goal is to have the best project that you can have. Are you with me? For some of you, this is huge. Because for some of you, you can't get out of your own way because you've lived with this type of mindset for your entire life. You've lived in this type of prison for your entire life because you've always tried to be perfect. You don't want someone to know the real you. You're afraid if someone knows that you can't perform a task just right, or you don't write a sentence just right, or you don't write an email just right, you don't have the grammar correctly, and somebody gets on you for that, instead of taking that and going, oh, wow, yeah, I do need to fix that. I, that's some good constructive criticism. What do you do? You lash out. You want to fight back. You want to make excuses. And the reason you do that is because you're caught up in perfectionism. Perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that feels this thought, right? If I look perfect, live perfectly, and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of rejection. I can minimize the painful feelings of rejection. Now, to overcome perfectionism, right, we need to be able to acknowledge our vulnerabilities. Now, for men, whoo, that's tough, right? We don't like to be vulnerable in any situation, let alone acknowledge that we need to understand that the human experience, this life that we're all living in, shame, judgment, blame, all of that 
it's just normal. It's just normal. When I'm coaching clients and we're working one-on-one, I'll say that quite a few times. You know, do you know why you feel that way? Do you know why you feel um, such just angst and anger when someone quote-unquote criticizes you? Because you're human and because you've not been taught how to appropriately deal with someone else's emotions or someone else's talk or what someone else thinks you should or should not do. But when we become more loving and more compassionate of ourselves, how many times on this podcast have I talked about loving yourself, right? Self-love, being okay with yourself, to understand that you are good, holy, and worthy just as you are without doing anything else, without pleasing one other person, You are good, holy, and worthy just as you are. And so when we become, when you become more loving and compassionate with yourself, when you begin to practice this shame resilience, right? And and, and to know that when this shame starts to come over you, that it's okay, that's when you can start to embrace your imperfections. We are all, you are all, perfectly imperfect. And that's the beauty of this human existence. That's the beauty of what we're getting to do here. You are not supposed to be perfect. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay. It's okay to learn. It's okay to want to strive. It's okay to want to be your best. And if you fall a little short, folks, that's all right. You know, you don't have to go around in every area of your life and strive for an A+. You know, a B is good work. Sometimes a B- is the best work you can do. And that's okay. For some of you, you just need to relax. Let the air out of your, just let the air out of your shoulders for a few minutes and just, just relax and say, you know what? I'm okay. It's going to be okay. I don't have to go on for the rest of my life and try to be something I'm not, try to live up to something that I could never live up to in the first place. Because think about this. Think about this. What is perfection to you? Can it ever be perfect? Like even if you thought, right, you this you've you've done this aspect of your life perfectly, wouldn't someone else say, "Oh, well, I could have done that better?" And then you're like, oh, well, maybe I'm not perfect. See, you can never win this game. You can never win the game of trying to be perfect. So what do you do? You try to be the best you can be, and you strive for good enough. You strive for good enough. Because if you're striving and you're trying to be your best each and every day, and you understand that if you fall just a little short, enough, short, you can say, you know what? That's good enough today. It's good enough. So what I want you to do this week, I want you to practice. I want you to practice some healthy, striving self-talk. So when you think, I'm going to strive to be my best, I'm going to strive to do the best I can, I'm going to strive to give my best effort on this project, even if it's not quote-unquote perfect, but I'm going to strive to do my best, I want you to think about some some perfect, or not perfect, excuse me, some great, healthy self-talk. So here's what perfect. 
perfection self-talk looks like, right? You go into a situation, maybe it's a project or something, and you're like, I'll never be good enough at this. I don't know this computer program well enough. I never was very good at, at, at this, whatever this thing is I'm supposed to do for some of you out there, right? We're having a conversation this week about uh, Google Docs, and a guy I was working with, he goes, I don't know how to do Google Docs. Right. And so now you try to learn. But for you, maybe it's you're trying to do a PowerPoint. You're like, I don't know how to do this PowerPoint. I'm not near as good at PowerPoint. And so you just start talking to yourself. And it's like, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be as good as my coworker. I'm never going to be able to do this project as well. Right. All that perfectionism self-talk. But healthy striving self-talk is, you know what? I might not have done this great in the past, but I can learn to do it now. This is something that I can get a little help with. I can ask a coworker, hey, can you help me do this? Can, can you show me how to set these slides up so I can make this presentation the best it can possibly be for me? I know that I am smart enough that I can go in and give this presentation and give it my best effort and come out on the other side and know that I did everything I could possibly do to put my best foot forward and to strive to be my best. That's healthy self-talk, right? That's not, I have to do this right or else. I have to do this perfect, or I'm going to get, for so many of you out there, this, this, this line right here, or I'm going to get in trouble. Folks, when you're, when you're grown adults and you're, you're striving to be the best man or woman that you're going to be, you don't live in fear about getting in trouble for not being perfect. And so many of you, so many of you that I talk to each week are, are scared about getting in trouble, about doing it wrong. That comes from that perfectionist nature. That comes from the shame that's boiled out of thinking you have to be perfect each and every day. So this week, I want you to strive to be your best. I want you to strive to do the best you can. But I also want you to begin to really love yourself. I want you to start to give yourself a break when things don't go according to plan. When things don't go exactly how they should go. I want you to give yourself a break. I also want you to notice how you're talking to those around you that are the closest to you. How do you talk to your kids? When your kids make a mistake, when your kids get a bad grade, when your kids, you know, send a, a, an email or a text to a teacher and it's not the right grammar or, heaven forbid, they, you know, send it and misspell their names, how do you react to that? Do you react to that and say, oh, that's awful, I can't believe you did that. You immediately uh, send that back and you get that corrected. Or do you say something like, you know what, I've done that too. We all make mistakes. It's okay. You'll get it right the next time. You'll fix it the next time. Boy, what a difference, huh? That will allow and give your kids so much more freedom. For some of you, your kid might look at you and go, who are you? Now, you've never reacted like that before. You can tell them about the podcast. <laughs> you know. But that, that is huge because we are doing the same thing to our kids 
right, that we are trying to live out each and every day. And we can't live up to our own expectations, right? We can't live up to our own expectations, let alone try to live up to the world's, let alone try to live up to social media's, right? Let alone try to live up to whoever you put on a pedestal out there that you think you're trying to be perfect for. So this week, this week, begin to love yourself. Begin your self-talk with positive affirmations for you. The can-dos, the I-ams, the I-know-I'm-worthy regardless of what I do, right? You are worthy because you are you, not because of what you do or what you don't do, what you fall short in or what you excel in. It's all about you. It's all about self-love. It's all about being comfortable in your own skin. You can do this. This is an area that if you will embrace and you will grow in and you will not be afraid to take some risks and have some failures and get back up and not take them personally and strive to do it again and start to alleviate this perfectionistic nature that you've had on you and that you've lived with for your entire life, when you can start to get some relief in this area, your life will change. I'm seeing it every day with my clients. If there's one area that shows up consistently over and over with the men I work with, it's the area of dealing with perfectionism and dealing with loving themselves. You are enough, my friends. So I want you to go out. I want you to have a great week. Reach out to me this week, Wilson at gmail.com, D-R-D-A-R-I-N, Wilson at gmail.com. Let me know if you'd like my help. Let me know if there's an area you're struggling in. And let's get this thing, let's get this thing squared away once and for all with you and you dealing with trying to be perfect each and every day and for the rest of your life. Because there is freedom, folks. There is freedom. There is freedom in loving and being your authentic self. Have a great week. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.